Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen, are we having a public inquiry or are we not having a public inquiry? Because I know so many people in the Canadian public would like the answer to this. It has been an ongoing discussion in Ottawa, it feels like, for months now. And the thing is, people would like to see one. When it comes to the issue of foreign interference in Canada... I think we've agreed and public sentiment has shown that people would like to see a public inquiry to get to the bottom of this situation. So it seemed like in Ottawa there was some consensus on this, that yes, there would have to be a public inquiry. But now you've got the Prime Minister saying, well, yeah, we've got some talks happening on launching a public inquiry, but saying that the Conservatives are to blame for holding up negotiations. Meanwhile, the Conservatives are saying it's not us, it's the Liberal government. So what is really going on here? What is the holdup? And at this point, is it getting to be too late to find out what some of these answers are? Joining us once again is Michelle Juno-Katsuya, who's a former chief of Asia Pacific at CSIS and the author of the book Nest of Spies. Michelle, thank you for being back with us. Always a pleasure. What is going on in Ottawa? Why can't we get our act together and get this public inquiry underway? You know, exactly what was the fear that you and I talked about is that it falls into partisanship and somebody trying to score some political points or hide something, one or the other. Unfortunately, nobody knows exactly, well, except the the parties involved, uh, exactly what are the points that are preventing this public inquiry to take place. But it's another demonstration here that from the get-go, the people did not, the the people, and I mean all the parties, have not started to genuinely wanted to work together and and efficiently. This is a national security issue. Uh, We have to be very prompt because currently the general population is losing trust in its leaders. It's losing, losing trust into the institutions. It's, and our uh, uh, allies are losing trust in, in us as well to have the determination to really fix the situation. And uh, somewhere, somehow, I don't think the, the, the poli- political leaders are understanding that they are losing points. Every single one are losing points because they're not doing what is the right thing. And if you want to be the prime minister of this country, you're supposed to do what is right for this country, not what is right for you or right for your party. Right. So if you're the NDP and you're the bloc, you're like, yes, let's get on with it. Let's do this. But if you're the liberals and the conservatives, are you a little wary about what the parameters are for a public inquiry? Like if you're the conservatives, you're wondering, well, how far back is this going to go? Is it going to go pre-2015? And if you're the liberals, you're thinking, yeah, we want it to go pre-2015 because they want to spread the blame around, right? And they want to focus definitely on the 2019 and 2021 elections because there is a chronology of events that might embarrass Mr. Trudeau and his uh, uh, cabinet. So unfortunately, that would be sort of diverting again on the uh, issue, which is to protect our institutions, to protect our democratic system, and to make sure that it doesn't happen again. But here, it's, again, the people trying to score points because they know that 
in the near future, we're going into election and they want to try to sort of uh, go in and, and, and score cheap points. OK, so are we getting too delayed here, Michelle, do you think? Because obviously you want to strike while this is in people's minds, while they think it's important and get that information out there. But it feels like it's kind of drifting. Well, definitely, I would say that Mr. Trudeau wanted it to go into the summertime, especially when he saw that this reporter did not work at all in his strategy to sort of try to sort of uh, uh, kill the issue this way uh, didn't work. So going into the summer, you hope that the people will forget about it and it become a non-issue and other issues will appear on, on the radar and then divert the attention. Unfortunately, it is too important to sort of do that, and it's too important to, to let it go. Mr. Poiliev here at this point is trying to hope to sort of score on Mr. Uh, Trudeau, which has been his favorite target. Uh, everything Mr. Trudeau does is wrong for Mr. Poiliev. So somewhere, somehow, somebody has to be a, 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 a person that wants to lead this country and act for the benefit of this country. So far, so good. I'm extremely disappointed because from a national security point of view, which is very objective and nonpartisan, we need this to happen. Do you see any sign of them moving forward on this? They will have. They will have to move because at one point, they'll, 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 they'll start losing too many points individually. I mean, for Mr. Trudeau and Mr. Poiliev himself. Uh, Mr. Trudeau is all, has already lost uh, quite a lot of points because he should have acted way sooner. He could have taken the leadership of this situation. He dragged this feet, and now he has to deal with the other parties when he could have bring them on board right away. As for Mr. Poiliev, he's trying, again, to sort of simply uh, 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 appeal to his populist base by sort of shooting at Mr. Trudeau and, and, and invoking that Mr. Trudeau is the obstacle. You're both the obstacle, as, as, as we can see, as Canadians can see. And we need now to sort of move forward. And for this, definitely the Bloc Québécois and the NDP are on board. And unfortunately, none of them will, uh, will get to power. But so far, they're, they're acting really as they should be. Okay, so does that, does that mean that, you know, perhaps this fall we will get things up and running? And, and will that stay in the public's mind? Because it sounds like what you're saying, Michelle, a lot of this is um, incumbent upon us as well, the Canadian public, to make sure we continue to advertise that this is important to us. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we cannot get rid of this issue. This issue has uh, sort of went over the border, as I said uh, earlier in the introduction, uh, our allies are currently watching how we behave, how we deal with this situation. Australia went through exactly the same growing pain back in 2017. They took the, the, the bull by the horn and they gave themselves uh, a, a law. So now the authorities are capable to investigate. And it had an impact, a positive impact on trying to interrupt the uh, uh, foreign interference coming from the Chinese, mainly for, for Australia. But there's other countries as well. So foreign interference is on, not only the Chinese and others are currently enjoying the right because we're not doing anything. So other countries are also to be watched and to be, we have to be concerned mm -hmm. and we need to act as soon as possible. But they will not be able to avoid having and going further with this. It's just a question of delay and unfortunately... Okay, they, They're not calculating the, the, the political cost. Okay, so then, Michelle, with your extensive experience in this area, when it comes to a public inquiry, what questions do you want to see addressed and answered? Well, definitely we want to sort of uh, uh, map out a little bit more 
what foreign interference is about, which countries are involved, what kind of strategy are they doing, what kind of things are happening. So we can later on draft a law that will define exactly what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. Because we need to understand there's a difference between influence and foreign interference. Influence is absolutely legal. It's co- it's overt. It's done by uh, diplomats here, and it's positive. And we do exactly the same thing in other countries overtly. When you act covertly and you act in different sector, which is to try to dominate your ethnic group in, in Canada or to intimidate uh, uh, opponent, or if you try to steal technology and steal intellectual property, or you go into campus and you influence prof to instill technology or information or science right there as well. As much as going into the political, as we've seen and we experience, we need to be capable to uh, uh, map out exactly what foreign interference is about. Fortunately, the RCMP has been at work, and been, they've been doing quite a nice piece of work as we speak, but they do not have the legal work or the legal tools to be capable to be more, much more efficient than they are currently. So at least somebody is doing their job, but definitely uh, we've got a problem here with the, our politicians. And we need to be capable also to probably create a new agency because the, but because CSUS for the last 30 years, I've been trying to sort of warn the, 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 the government and they didn't succeed. So therefore, the, the chain of command, the way it is currently as we speak, is inefficient and worse, can be diverted from its real role. So uh, an independent organization where the director will be named by the House of Commons and will have to report to the House of Commons that ensured us of a less partisanship uh, perspective and just like the Auditor General, being capable to be much more neutral and serving the country as it's supposed to be. You worked uh, at CSIS and you're saying it didn't work properly. No, it didn't work. I've been there, I've been there for, for more than two, two decades uh, I uh, uh, follow for another two decades in the private sector, doing exactly the same kind of job for the private sector. We've seen several uh, uh, operations being totally sort of muted because the government either ignored, used, or uh, simply did, did the wrong, uh, uh, took the wrong action or the wrong decision. And that was because agents of influence have been capable to penetrate the inner circle that every prime minister since Mr. Maroney and every prime minister have been compromised at one point or another. So if Mr. Poilier wants only to score points against Mr. Trudeau because of the uh, next election coming up in a couple of years, he's short-sighted. And this is not the kind of leadership that we need. We need to have somebody who understands that national security is at stake at, at this point and that we need somebody to be taller and bigger here. Well, thank you so much for your time on this, Michelle. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much.